I can get up, you can do it. You're listening hey, to Barbie. What's oh, see, what? <laughs> we're really on point today. Hey, Barbie. <laughs> Th this is tangential friendship. We are really not at our peak performance today. Uh, Joy's hungover, and I have my period. So we're, uh, you know, the two most popular Barbie dolls that have never been made. You know, PMS Barbie and PMS Barbie. Barbie. Well, technically, my accessories. I think my accessories would be a bottle of aspirin and a bag of greasy food. What would your accessories be? Well, technically, I'm MS Barbie, but that doesn't sound good because it's like. You don't want to think of like multiple sclerosis, but there could be an MS Barbie, but I'm like, I'm like period Barbie. Oh no. My internet connection is unstable. That's not good. Can you still hear me? <laughs> I'm going to have to go you're back. You're cracking and... up. Um, yeah. you, you are, you're frozen. Wait. Hang on. I'm going, I'm leaving and coming back in. You did. You're listening to Tangential Friendship. And, and we're on the struggle bus once again. <laughs> constantly. Joy is hungover and I have my period. And we're doing awesome today. Just awesome, awesome. If this is our second attempt to record this, I think, this morning. We're just, we're really on top of it. <laughs> we are. But the next set of episodes of Love is Blind came out and we have a lot to discuss. I mean... I don't even know where to begin. Do we go chronologically by events or do we just dive in and pop around different topics? Like where, where do we start, Sarah? I mean, I, th I think, you know, the answer to that one, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about, um, let's see, we, where did, I guess, did we talk about this on the podcast? How, Oh no, we did not um, How, o so Oche met Aaliyah and. Um... Well, no, no, no. Start with the phone call. They had a phone call first. Okay, so the phone call. So the producers asked Oche if he wanted to talk to Aaliyah because Aaliyah wanted to talk to him. And he was like, okay. And she was she was apologetic that she left. And then they decided to meet up. And so they did meet up. And she was saying to him, you know, I want... I, I want another chance. It was just really overwhelming. And Lydia was telling me all this information about you that I didn't want to know, which I think is fair. You know, mm -hmm. when you're in, when you're in a relationship, you want to discover that information by yourself. And Lydia was kind of inserting herself into their relationship. And then in true Oche fashion, he turned it around and he was like, well, you left. So that means that, you know, you're basically in, insinuating she's immature. And, and he said, oh, you blocked me and then you unblocked me on Instagram. And I think that he was just looking for any excuse to make it about the fact that she made a mistake, but that was like his, his raison d'etre the whole time. He kept saying, you know, oh, well, wow, that was annoying. Um, so can you hear me now? Yeah, we're, wow, we are really on the struggle bus today. You cut out halfway through your Uche speech. That's okay. Here I am again. Um, so basically... O Oche or said that uh, he wanted to make it about her, right? He wanted to he wanted to make it Aaliyah's fault because he was trying to not take responsibility the entire time. Mm -hmm. so, so what uh, you know? And then eventually she was like, "Well, can I have another chance?" And he was like, "We're done." And what did you think about that whole scene? Uh, 
there is a lot to unpack. Um, a couple details um, we need to include is that for the phone call, um, Uche asked them to call Aaliyah. And it was whether Aaliyah wanted to talk to them or not was up in the air. And so Uche asked to do the phone call and Aaliyah was willing to talk to him. And the phone call was... It was unfortunate because I under, you and I both understand Aaliyah's reasons for leaving. I mean, it may not have been the best way to leave without, you know, giving him any notice and whatnot. That's pretty cold, but it's understandable why. She was overwhelmed. A lot was going on and Lydia was being a lot. And the sad part about that phone call is that for Uche, it wasn't about hearing Aaliyah's side of the story. It was about getting a chance to be the victim and, and basically shaming her being completely unempathetic and just like turn himself into the one who was done wrong too he wanted to be the victim and it was really unfortunate that he didn't give Aaliyah any room for explanation or empathy because then you know as we see later you know they take the opportunity to meet up in person and Aaliyah says she still wants to be with Uche which blows my mind the fact that she still wants to be with this man <laughs> and once again Uche is just playing the victim he you know you did this to me you 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 did this you 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 and you know not taking any responsibility whatsoever and it's just it's so insidious and toxic the way he turns everything into um a problem that was done to him like he's not the problem he's the one who's this is being done to he's playing the victim quite spectacularly and it's so obnoxious and everyone on reddit is calling him out on it no one is on uche's side here it's so i mean i think i also i also think that he i also think that there was a lot of interrupting the women on this episode and not letting them say what they need to say mm -hmm. for for example um johnny and izzy that happened oh, there God. Because when they met up, at, you know they they had that they had some sort of like you know event where the couples had met up um, back in Houston, and Johnny and Chris are now together, and Yay! Johnny, which is very exciting. And so Johnny and Izzy have a sit down. I think Izzy I think Izzy asked to talk to her. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, well, it's. I, I have a feeling the producers were the ones who were like, you got to go have a conversation with her. And like, so I don't know if that was Izzy or a producer, but either way, Izzy was the one who kind of instigated and pulled her away to have a conversation. And it wasn't even a conversation. It was. Well, a that, yeah, that, that was the thing. Yeah, it wasn't a conversation. So so that's what I was going to say, though, is that he was like, well, I want to hear what you have to say. And then <laughs> two seconds into her talking, he, he's like, you're a horrible person. <laughs> and so I, I feel like. He 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 was he said he wanted to hear what she had to say, and then called her a hypocrite and said that she was shady as fuck, and and that she was saying one thing to him and then another thing to Chris. And this is my take from it, and this is what I was saying in our Love Is Blind text chat, yeah. is that is that initially she was super into Izzy, and so and she said, you know in the pods to Chris, she said, you know, he's the typically the guy I would go for because he's, you know, he's toxic and, and un emotionally unavailable. And she made it pretty clear, <laughs> you know, that 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 is her pattern. And so, it, I mean, it's hard to keep track of who what she said to who. So she, she also said to, to Izzy that she she's not in love with Chris, that she sees him 
more like a best friend, which I think, I think that she wasn't allowing herself to see him fully romantically because it was something that she'd never experienced before and it was scary. Mm -hmm. So she friend zoned him, mm -hmm. which I, th and mm -hmm. I, I, I think she was pretty honest about that. She wasn't like telling Chris like, oh, you know, like, I don't think, I mean, she was, she was definitely flirting with him and I think she ultimately was, there were feelings there that she was uh, pushing, repressing. Mm -hmm. I agree. But, you know, and so, so I think that for, and, and let's not forget this is a show. This is a competition in in many ways. So for Izzy to be like, you're shady and you're telling one person one thing and another person another thing, that's the point of the show, isn't it? You're trying to explore feelings with different people. So I don't I don't think that's shady. I don't think so either. And I, she didn't necessarily lie. I mean, she just kind of changed the way she represented facts to each person. It was it, it it's like uh, you know. It's hard to explain, but I know you, I know, I know I know you get saying. it. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I think well, that she... I, I was... Sorry. Go ahead. You go. No, go ahead. You go. You go. I was really thinking about this last night and this morning, um, both about Johnny and about Lydia, because Uche accuses Lydia of um, doing all these sort of shady and sketchy things and, like, stalking him and stuff like that. And, and he calls her unhinged, having, you know, behavior and whatnot. Um, and I was thinking about this last night. You, you and I both, you know, because we've talked, we talk to each other, we go to each other with all sorts of things. By our own admission, we've both done things that would be seen as unhinged or shady or sketchy. We've both done those things. And it's not ever done out of maliciousness. Like, we're not doing it because we're nasty. We're doing it because, like, it's sort of like a curiosity. Like, you kind of want to see what happens. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. And the whole thing, because he was saying that she was stalking people on his Instagram profile, other women. Who hasn't done that? Exactly. Exactly. So I, I, who among you has not been curious about the other ladies that your ex follows or talks to? That, like, that the only is, thing she's, <laughs> the only thing she's guilty of is getting caught. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a completely unreasonable expectation. It's like, you can't be curious about the other women I talked to. It's not, it's not like she's like, you know, the, the way that he made it sound was that she was like threatening them and all she was doing was creeping on their profiles or looking at their stories. Yeah. So, so what? Yeah. It's, I mean, it would be different if she was like, bitch, I'm going to come to your house and kill you. But she didn't do that. She was just looking no, at she their wasn't... stories. And like, he only showed he apparently only showed like one example of this happening and i have a feeling it didn't happen as much i feel like uche is definitely like embellishing the facts to make her look like the crazy one and like i mean for my my response to that if somebody is like oh somebody is looking at me and it's making me uncomfortable you know what you could do you can block that person can, yeah exactly <laughs> you can also make your pro you can make your profile private like if if that's their behavior is just looking at your profile like that's not something to really get all up in arms over that's really weak in my opinion <laughs> yes can you see what ari wants neil because he's calling me gotta love gotta love those kids i know exactly oh he's asking for coffee i can do that <laughs> <laughs> um he's he asked me to make him coffee that is a, that is the thing i can do because i have wireless headphones so i love it 
Um, so, and actually, let me just side note about these wireless headphones. I worked really hard to get them from work because I explained that I have ADHD and I can't sit still and I can't do my job. It, oh, mm-hmm. you can hear water probably running. Um, I can do my job better if I'm able to move around. Able, able. Wow, I can't speak today. If I'm able to move around, right? So they would be doing themselves a disservice if they did not get me wireless headphones. And they were like, fine. <laughs> they gave them to me. I think it's, re- yeah. And I'm really proud of you for advocating for yourself for that because- Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to do that a little bit more at my job. Um, Like I've never really been, I was talking about this in therapy. I've never been the most assertive person Um, in, in a lot of ways. I've kind of been sort of taught like it's a bad thing to be assertive yep. Um, in a lot of ways. I think are taught this and so a lot lot of women are taught that 100% continue yeah and so um had a little bit of a thing going on um at work and I stood up for myself and it did not feel good um at the moment and I still feel a little bit of guilt over it but overall um it has made my work life a little bit more bearable because there were a lot of things going on that were making me pretty miserable and so finally being able to step, step up and say like these are my boundaries. This is what I need. Um, and having someone actually listen and say, okay, let's work with that. That was like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, so, it, yeah. It's important. It's really important to, um, it's really important as women, like you said, to do that because um, if we don't, then we don't get our voices heard. You know, it's like really, really important. Um, it's way too easy to just always say when somebody comes and asks you for a favor or for something to be the one because you I, I mean, I want to be liked. I I so desperately want to be liked. I'm so terrified of rejection that, of course, it's really easy for me to be like, yes, of course, I'll help you. I'll do whatever you need. And then exactly, exactly. Suddenly, yep. All these things start piling up, these little things that you're agreeing to help out with. And suddenly it's like. I have no room for myself because I'm doing everything for everyone else and I am drowning in it. Yeah. And you can't live like that because then you'll burn out, you know, yeah. and, 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 and like get very resentful. And I think, and also then it's like a whole thing and it gets into your body and everybody, you know, puts that energy somewhere that that's like the hippy dippy side of me. Like it goes right to my stomach when I feel mm-hmm. resentful and then I get like stomach pains and blah, blah, blah. So you really have to make sure that you stick up for yourself. So I'm proud of you for sticking up for yourself. Something I've been experimenting with. Have you um, heard about the everybody taking magnesium for anxiety? Yeah, I've been doing that for a while, and I fell off that because um, I I just got like distracted. But I really need to get my magnesium back because it's the shit. Yeah, I'm about two weeks into taking it, and I'm not sure whether it's a placebo effect or not. But I do feel a little bit more at peace during the days. I don't feel nearly as frenetic as I normally would. No, magnesium is, is li- it, everybody who has magnesium, everybody who has anxiety is deficient in magnesium. It's actually a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, and, and this is not product placement, but we really should reach out to this brand. I really would like to recommend um, Peter Gilliam's Vital Proteins Natural Calm is my favorite mm-hmm. magnesium natural calm it's a calcium magnesium um supplement and it, it comes in a powder form and you make it like a tea oh um, okay and it is so relaxing and you can drink it anytime during the day and it it's it's like really pure magnesium because like you're it's liquid so you're getting it in your body like right away 
I really love um, this conversation where it's taken a turn to from love is blind to just talking about self-care and how we take care of ourselves. Um, and also, I'm enjoying this. Me too. And, yeah. and, al- and also part of self-care is watching love is blind. Let's just be real. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I always have to reiterate this and I don't think people believe me when I say it, but for me, it's true. Like it makes me feel so much better about my life and my choices. <laughs> I know really exactly. But also there's a lot of relatability I, mm-hmm. people are trashing Johnny and I'm like, then you might as well trash me. Cause I've done the same things that she's done. You know? Like, yeah. I don't. Well, is Izzy and Stacy are being total bullies towards her. And like Stacy has no room to be pissy about Johnny shit talking her because Stacy literally shit talks every single person in her confessionals. Like she has, has said so many nasty things about literally everyone. So like, she's got no room to be like, Oh, Johnny was shit talking me and Izzy. I was like, yeah, well you do it to everybody else. So shut up. <laughs> we are on la- ladies. We are on a reality show. This is what we do. Right? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think you understand. Everybody, I am peeing just so that you know. Um, so just just want to give you a heads up. Um, yeah, like this is this is what we do on a rea- it's a competition. Of course you're going to shit talk the other people. Like you if if you don't do that, I, I mean like are you actually on this show? I don't know. But I I also feel like you know, it's natural when you're competing for the affection of somebody that you're going to have jealousy and resentment of the other contestants, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so like she's competing for Izzy's affection, yeah. you know, Stacy is and, and Johnny, they're competing against each other. Of course, they're going to look for flaws in the other person, you know? And I think, and, you know, that's okay. Hurt people like, hurt people. And Johnny was hurt that Izzy rejected her. So of course she's going to be a little bit catty and say some petty shit. Like, yeah, let's I just, do that with you constantly. I'm texting do, yeah. you constantly petty shit. Cause I'm I like, know. you could be, you know, like I, you know, my bet, you could be my best friend here. I have many best friends. you can be my best friend and I will go around and text Sarah and be like, this fucking bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I do the same thing to you. And also like, it's, it's just, it's just, come on, give give people some grace here. Like, this is a lot, these are a lot of heightened emotions, and you're spending hours talking to these people that mm-hmm. you are going to spend the rest of your life with. I mean, that's going to bring out fangs in anybody, you know? So, and, yeah. I think Stacy. so I have mixed feelings about Stacy because initially I was like, there, she's very surface level, like, I'm not seeing a deep part of her. I think, I think her personality is just very, like, spontaneous live in the moment like she's not a deep thinker you know and that's okay like that's who she is johnny is the complete opposite she's an analyzer she's a deep thinker you know and i think i think that izzy wasn't ready for that it's like my analogy with um big and natasha and carrie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's that's really that's the that's the best way i could put it is that izzy was like infatuated with johnny because of her deep thinker nature and like you know the fact that that she was quote damaged or whatever. Um, and mm-hmm. that he, he related to that. Cause like, I'm sure he has some dark past stuff. And so, but if you're looking at someone who is mirroring the shadow part of you, that could be really scary. So I think he, yeah. I, th- I think that he shied away from Johnny cause it was too real for him. That's my opinion. What do you think? I agree hundred percent. I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think, um, 
you know, when like with Johnny, when you're not used to someone treating you the way you should be treated, it's a little bit scary. And um, when you're with somebody who makes you feel vulnerable and open and you're not used to feeling that way, that can be very intimidating and you you kind of want to shy away from it. And so I can see why it played out with Izzy the way that it did. I do think Izzy and Stacy will work out with each other. They're both, I think, I mean, they seem like they're going to tough it out, uh, but like they're not my favorite people. I think they're both kind of nasty and they take things out on other people when they really should be looking inside themselves, you know? Yep. I think like, so too. There's absolutely no reason for Izzy to drag Johnny the way he did. I mean, he didn't give her any opportunity for explanation. He just kept interrupting her. It would have been nice to have a mediator in that conversation to be, to be able to tell Izzy like, no, 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 no. You need to let her speak her piece. Like exactly. It was and same with Uche and Lydia because like Uche, it was uh, that kind of cracked me up. I was giggling while I was watching it because, you know, he didn't even get to the Aaliyah stuff. He was just so like, we're going to talk about every single thing that you did in minute detail from the beginning. And of course, like no woman wants to sit and listen to that bullshit. No one, especially with a camera in your face. And so like. I thought it was hilarious when Lydia is getting up and she's like, I'm done. We're done with this. We're, I'm leaving. And Uche is like begging her. He's like, no, let me finish. Let's finish this conversation. It's like, it's not a conversation. It's you berating her. And yeah. you just want her to sit and take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, I think Uche has a, um, a career as a Shakespearean actor that just performs soliloquies. You know, I think, I, think, I think that's that's in his future because he doesn't want to hear responses. He just wants to perform monologues. I'd be very yeah. curious to know how many court cases he has actually won. I want to I want to know like his record as a lawyer because <laughs> he acts like a lawyer in pretty much every aspect of his life, it seems. So I'm curious to see how good of a lawyer he actually is. Yeah, because he he def he is very much about the logic you know like these mm -hmm. are the facts and this is what you did and it's like okay but this is also not a robot this is a human being we're talking about so like i get the feeling he's a prosecutor because like he's willing to take any little thing and kind of make it bigger than it actually was you know like lydia and the text and whatnot like he made those seem so much more dramatic than i think they actually were yeah and i've been in a, i've been in relationships or like dated people like him um mm -hmm. so it was it wasn't it wasn't like triggering necessarily but it was like annoying you know because i've been with people that are like you did this and then you're like oh my god i did do this and so you're very gaslighty yeah yeah and so so i feel like but but also very convincing in that you know like some people are trying to gaslight and they're not successful like he successfully manipulated these people into thinking that they did something so bad yeah i mean it's still wild to me that Aaliyah still wanted to take him back after the way he treated her multiple times like he showed himself multiple times but then he was able to like cover up his tracks and be able to say like oh you didn't see this 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 was a dream you know mm -hmm. um it's like, like on kimmy schmidt when titus is like you're in the matrix yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's very He's a very clever person and he's a very interesting person to dissect. You know, I think mm -hmm. whereas with Johnny and Izzy, 
Izzy's just a fuck boy. And mm-hmm. I mean, I do think that him and Stacy will work out because they are the same kind of person. They're kind of not very serious. They're like, go with the flow, whatever, you know. But I also think that Stacy is a very flirty person. So he'll have to work hard to keep her interest. And I also think that the, the conversation about money was really interesting with them. It's always mm-hmm. something. Like, it reminded me of Nancy. Um, and, and Bartise. I, I can't believe I forgot Bartise's name. Wow. Nancy I Bartise. I mean, you can call him Barfbag. That works, too. <laughs> Bart, Bart Simpson. Yeah, exactly. Like... When Nancy and Bartise were, he was threatened by her success. I, I wonder if that's going to be an issue with Stacey and Izzy because she's a very successful businesswoman. And um, I'm like, I Irina, I, Irina who's I think, like business owner. <laughs> you know? I think the opposite is actually going to happen. I think that Izzy is fine with it, but I think that Stacy is not going to be okay with him. Cause like she said, he, she wants him to pick up the bills whenever they go out and um, pitch in and do a lot more kind of financial work, but with the two of them. And I get the feeling that like, he's going to push back a bit on that and she's not going to be happy. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. That That's what I, I think. That's what I meant. I don't know if I communicated mm-hmm. that, but yeah, that is, that is definitely what's going to happen. But I also, th- I de- there's going to be, there's going to be resentment. There's going to yes. be resent financial resentment. It's not, that's going to be, that will be the source of their marriage problems, but it's, but emotionally, I think they're very compatible. So we got a few more minutes left. I think we we still need to talk about the one other couple that like we always forget are there because they're so uninteresting. I, JP oh, and Taylor. We, we always forget about them. So JP <laughs> JP had no business telling Taylor that she was fake when they met, you know, and so that that was I'll just give ridiculous. a summary of events. Yeah. Um, summary events for people who aren't watching this show, like my mom, who thankfully listens to us every week and has no idea what we're talking about. Oh, uh, good. JP and Taylor matched on in the pods and for they do their big reveal where they see each other for the first time. And, you know, the girls, of course, they put in their best effort. They get dolled up and look really, really, you know, try to dress to the nines and the guys do too. And JP was put off by taylor's appearance he like she had fake eyelashes on and and whatnot and i thought she looked great i thought she looked fantastic but we found out later because like jb kind of shuts down after he sees her he doesn't talk a lot you know taylor's trying to carry conversations with him and he's just not giving anything he's giving her nothing and you know it, it get it finally gets to a point where like you know it's at night in a hotel room they're barely connecting and he finally admits that <laughs> and it's so stupid the reason why he's kind of shut down with her is because he was so put off by her makeup when he first saw her and that that one time seeing her with makeup and let me remind you this is several days later he has seen her without makeup multiple times during this period so he knows what she looks like but he's so stuck on the fact that when he saw her, he felt that she looked fake. He he said he that she was fake. It was a that she was a fake person, and he was so upset by this that he just didn't know how to communicate with her for days afterwards. <laughs> and Taylor, like every other woman on the planet watching this show, is just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? My makeup made you shut down." 
Like, well, and he I said think- 99% of women would love to hear that a man wants her without makeup, which is so untrue. No woman wants to fucking hear that. Yeah, but here's the thing. You go. <laughs> it, 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 the thing is that if he had said it in a different way, it would have come ac- across better. If he had said to her, you know, I love your natural face. You're so beautiful. You don't you don't need to wear anything to and and I I love you're so beautiful the way that you are. And like that would have been so much different than you look fake with makeup on. Like, like there's a way to say something. And it's okay for him to have an opinion. It's not okay for him to tell her what to wear or how to mm-hmm. put, if she should or should not wear makeup. But or All right. You got me here. Are you here? I'm here. And Zoom, you're you are a piece of work. I think you need some therapy. Seriously. Just, this is another reminder to our viewers that we're really kind of doing bargain basement recording here. Like we're 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 neither of us are super tech savvy. And so things are going to go wrong every once in a while until we can afford to hire someone to handle this for us. So thank you for bearing with us when we have our, our glitches and our moments. Thank you for being a friend. Also, guess what? There may be no introduction to this episode, but get, but you know who we are. So that's fine. Yeah. We, at we this are, point. <laughs> we, we are we are Sarah Fader and Joy Pearson. So and we're we're wrapping up. Um our love is blind talk so we were talking about jp and how he poorly delivered um his feelings on makeup to taylor who understandably decided to end the engagement because like number one he's just the way he handles things emotionally is not good he emotionally is just shut off and is not willing to open himself up Um, this is is what i I was gonna say about this before mm -hmm. i forget is and I could I completely agree with you. This is what I was gonna say. Is I think the makeup thing. So he he could have said that in a kinder way, but he did not want to be kind because he was deflecting. In my opinion, mm-hmm. he had he was easier. It was easier for him to be vulnerable and emotionally available when there was the pod between them. And so when he could not open up to her, he tried to come up with excuses why, and his. Yeah. Ex- his excuse was that her exterior did not match her interior. And I don't think that's actually what it was. I think that he was intimidated by the, she's a very beautiful woman. And I think yeah. that, she, that he was intimidated by, by her and felt like he per, maybe did not measure up or something. So had to come up with an excuse why he was having trouble being vulnerable. That's what I think. What do you think? I can see that. I. It's just, it's very unfortunate that, of all the things to be because it's basically like nitpicking he he was nitpicking things to not like and of all the things for him to decide it was just so absurd to listen to and like because he was giving her nothing she was trying so fucking hard she was you know she was jumping through hoops to try and like make a connection with him and he was doing no he was putting in no effort he put more effort into finding american flags to use for clothing and handkerchiefs than he did to you know connect with her oh my god the guy this dude and his american flags like does he go shopping at souvenir shops in texas like is that solely where he's getting his attire from I'm wondering, uh, yeah, and I, I do, do you think he's a Trump supporter? Like, that's the thing that really upsets me. Because every time I see an American flag, 
I constantly am like, is this person a Trump supporter? I don't know. It's really sad that the American flag now has kind of um, been taken over by the MAGA sect because I do feel a sense of discomfort about the American flag now because it's been kind of weaponized. And so, yeah, I do suspect that he is super conservative. I don't know whether he necessarily voted for Trump or not, but I do know he probably is not a Biden supporter and clearly um, not like a support, very supportive of women either, just yeah i i i he's very conservative i think uh yeah nope he's yeah it's not good um well i think we should probably wrap up because you have to go and i'm searching for a blue yeti on amazon i can't find the one that you sent me because you know i'm disorganized but i will i'll send it to you again (laughs) i promise i'll send it to you again the nice okay. thing about us both having ADHD is that we're both going to always forgive each other for our, our, our shortcomings when it comes to that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but I love you. I love you. You are amazing. You are wonderful. And you're going to kick ass this week. I know you are. I love you too. You're amazing. You're wonderful. And I'm so proud of you for sticking up for yourself. And for all of you guys listening, if you're having trouble advocating for yourself and you have ADHD, it's okay to ask for what you want. We're so trained as women with ADHD specifically to think we did something wrong, we said something wrong, but guess what? It's probably not you. It's that mm-hmm. you 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 think differently than somebody else and they might not see things your way, but it's a, it's an opportunity to educate somebody on the way that you think. And society has taught us that the way we you know, are that nonlinear thinkers are not necessarily good for society, which is incredibly toxic and incredibly incorrect. We need to make space for those of us who do not think the same way or act the same way as everyone else. We need to make space for those people. That could not have said it better myself. That is beautiful. Copyright 2023, Joy Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, everybody. See you, Fader. I love you. I love you too. Bye, Pearson.